you doing the sun's back out i'm happy i'm a happy woman now i know i know you're all thinking this bitch this bloody bitch hasn't been on all week who does she think she is i did a podcast on monday and with everything going on last week with the black lives matter i thought you know what out of respect i think it's a good time to use social media and as a platform to raise awareness and i'd say Every listening to this is delighted to see the amount of support and people donating and signing petitions. So keep it up and fair play to everyone. So that is the reason why I wasn't um, making more than one podcast last week. I also finished up two documentaries I made, one about quarantine and another one um, for Baby Loss Awareness Month. That was a good few months ago. And yeah, so those documentaries you can find on my YouTube channel, Martha O'Byrne. And also today, I think I will possibly be publishing my website. So yes, very, very hectic times at the minute. But I don't know about the rest of you. I was bloody wrecked this week. I just felt drained. I don't know what was wrong with me. But anyway, it's Monday. It's a new week. Is it Monday? Yes, Monday. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. So now we're starting off the week with the juicy gossip we were all craving for last week. And now that Sunny put out a towel, get in your bikinis and get ready to sunbathe and have a juicy listen to this. So today I'm going to be talking about my second boyfriend that I had and we're going to call him John. I love how I keep using J's like for James and John but anyway John. So I think this is three years ago was it? God I'm so fucking old oh my god vomit. Anyway three years ago and this was around the time I was on the powder diet, eating dust, not allowed to exercise. So anyway, I was the skinny me links, absolute skinny me links. And I was being catfish left, right, center, terrible Tinder date. So I think I went on one of the catfishing dates, came home and was like, oh my God, I give up. I give up on this. Like what a fucking disaster. And I go home and my friend's like, hey, let's go to the Martello. I'm like, I'm already there. I'm already bloody there. So I go get changed, get ready. Nice few little pickies. Had just finished my exam, so life was good. And we go to the Martello. So having a great night, loads of goss, kiss a few boys. And I actually kissed one boy who ended up being best friends with the guy I ended up going, going out with brother so John's brother's best friend I kissed that night also which I thought was iconic and another guy I kissed that night ended up being from the same place as this guy we'll say they're from Enniscary and they knew each other and I was like oh my god this is so weird it's meant to be so anyway I'm sitting on the benches the famous benches the Martello with my friend and all of a sudden this boy stumbles over to me stumbled into my life and was extremely intoxicated and at the time I wasn't allowed to drink because of this diet and I was a dry shite because I was eating dust every day and Jesus if I'd had a drink I would be scared somebody called 911 Martha is vomiting on the dance floor would have been the vibe so 
Anyway, I he stumbles over, sits beside me, and I'm like, oh baby, baby, he is he is a piece of me. So we're sitting there, we're both wearing maroon, he's a maroon shirt, I have a maroon top, we're both wearing light blue jeans with a rip. And I was just like, oh my God, oh my God. Like if fate hasn't brought us together, our fucking fashion sense has. Do you know what I'm saying? So anyway, we're sitting there chatting and obviously he was kind of drunk. So it was a bit like, a bit like sloppy. So we end up uh, kissing anyway. And he gives me his number and I'm like, oh my God, this is the best day of my life. So anyway, I go home and I have a text from him being like, oh, it was great to meet you tonight, blah, blah, blah. So I text him the next day. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about this. I text him the next day and I'm like, it was so nice. Or I no, sorry, that was so nice to meet you. Who do I think I am? I literally just said, how's the head? Question mark. So anyway, he replied being like, oh, I'm dying, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we're having a little chat. and like, you know that excitement you get when something first starts off like, I actually I'm having a pain in my chest like about like the excitement of the chain and a new person and fancying somebody and just like all of it's just so fucking overwhelming and exciting and it actually makes you want to piss your pants like it's just like ah. so anyway he basically <laughs> I hate my life decides to tell me that he's no fucking recollection of who I am not one recollection so I am mortified, scarlet, like everything, like I just couldn't cope. I was like, so I met the love of my life last night and he can't even fucking remember me. He probably doesn't know what I look like, he probably doesn't know anything about me, like mortification station, do you know what I'm saying? So anyway, basically I'm like, fuck it, these things happen in life, do you know what I mean? So I was kind of like, ah, fuck it, like I'll just have to make them remember me and meet up with them again. But my friends are like, no, Martha, no. Like, that's him basically telling you to get the boat, Jack, and don't you look back. Like, so I'm there and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, I finally meet a guy who's an absolute ride bag. He seems like he's not a serial killer. And he doesn't remember me. Like, obviously, I made a fucking great first impression. So anyway, if you... I remember two friends in particular. They'll know who they were. We're like, no, Martha, that's so embarrassing. I'm, that's so embarrassing. Never talk to him again. He doesn't deserve the time of day, Martha. And I was like, oh God, okay. So then I was nearly like embarrassed to reply because my friends would be judging me. And like, girls and boys, as we've come to terms with the fact that we just not, we just can't give a shit about what anybody thinks in life. We just can't give a shit. Independent Martha Norney would be like, fuck the girls. He's a ride bag. I'm replying. But anyway, I wasn't in that state of mind. So one of my friends was like, Martha, like, you're such a confident person. You couldn't give a shit about these type of things. Like, fuck it. Just reply being like, make a joke out of it. And just it'll be like a funny thing that on your wedding day will be like, oh, our first date, I made a great first impression. He didn't fucking remember me. Now, sad, sad times that I'm sitting here at the wedding day isn't gonna happen because he's an ex. So we still got, I've said it at the podcast, so we still got to use that line of making a great first impression, arsehole. So I replied to him being like, I must have made a great first impression, ha ha ha. And then I replied like a day later though. So he, I thought you were going to reply. I felt so bad, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, he was like, let's go on a date. And I was like, ooh, baby, baby. So we go on a date on that Friday and we went to John Drum. I don't know, did we get food? Like, I can't remember. But I remember it was really sunny and we sat out on the green place in Dundrum, but like the floor was soaking. So like my arse was soaking wet. I'm surprised I didn't get fucking pneumonia. So anyway, then after we went back to my house and we were just chilling, I had to go get changed because like my literal jeans were soaking wet. It looked like I'd pissed myself. 
And by the way, he had like a proper like dad's car, six foot four, sexy boy, sexy boy. And um, like I even remember my best friend's mom saw me getting in his car. And she was like, who is he? And I was like, well, gee, he is my future husband. And that's just the way, it, that's just the way it is. So anyway, to he came back to my house. That was all great. And then he left. And like, oh my God, I'm not an awkward person. Like I'm not, but he made me awkward. Like I fully, as you all know, on a date, do you want to kiss me? Because I feel like you want to kiss me. Like confidence isn't lacking. But with him, I became so like a fucking completely different person. I was like, uh, so yeah, uh, bye. Uh, yeah, so we meet up on Tuesday. Oh, okay, you're not free. Oh, Wednesday. Okay, okay, I'll see you Wednesday. Oh, okay, uh, have a good night. Bye. Like I couldn't like talk. I was like, but but uh, and anyway, he like goes to give me a hug and like. I gave him a hug and then I came out and then he went to kiss me. So it was like a peck, but it was like the worst, the worst first kiss imaginable. It was so awkward. I'm going to close the door. Like I'm a person that like, if I feel, feel it some type of way, like I'm just like, ah, like I have to make a noise. So I closed the door and I literally turned around and I was just like, oh my God. I was like, oh, like that was the worst thing in the world. And he probably fucking heard me like literally like making a noise at how bad of a fucking kiss it was god love him anyway so at this time i think it's important to say i had gone out with james for like two and a half years first love of my life who we all love and adore and when i was with james no one supported it not one person well actually my friends hashtag bring back james and all that but nobody else supported it like my family didn't support it my fr- obviously our friends our mutual friends not my main girl our mutual friends um who were a bit toxic didn't support it like nobody fucking supported it and like we were like James was from a very disadvantaged background and like he used to always be like oh we're just from two completely different worlds like this is never gonna work and I was like no fuck that like I badly love you like fuck what everybody thinks like I'm here first I want this to happen so like fuck what people think so like I remember one time in particular like literally my parents would be judgmental about stuff going on in his life when the exact the exact same thing was happening in our household and I was like can we actually just take a fucking step back and have a fucking reality check you absolute gobshites like he used to piss me off so much but when John came along he was from like a well-off family he lived on a farm that's given everything away everybody's gonna know who he is now fuck my life and um oh my god if if you're listening to this john just tune out tune out we're not like a part of each other's lives anymore you don't need to support me by listening to the pod tune out if john's new girlfriend i don't know if he has it off but if he does is listening tune out john's friends i know you a few of you are listening to this and welcome you're here for the goss and we love to see it so anyway 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 john lived on a farm well old family was doing a master's had his shit together and when I was with James he dropped out of college quit his job so like it was just I thought everybody would love what was going on with John and they did everybody was like oh my god he's so hot like you're you're perfect for each other like you know you're not like uh lowering your standards he's doing really well for himself he's gonna go far in life like this is this is a good match but I slowly became to fucking realize how being from a well-off family, living in a nice house, doing a master's means fuck all. It means fuck all. 
like if you're mad about somebody and you love their personality and they love yours and they treat you well that's all that fucking matters so I think that was like the biggest lesson I learned from this relationship because when I was with James I used to wake up every morning and I'd have like a pain in my stomach with excitement of like seeing him or having a text from him and like that went on for like the first six months it wasn't just like the honeymoon stage like it went on well into our relationship and like I remember like when my mom was really sick shit would be going on at home like I'd just be like it doesn't matter because I have James and James is the love of my life the the heir to my lungs shall we say like he was my everything and with John I never once got this feeling and like that's not me talking bad about him or anything like that like it just wasn't the same but I felt like he was the kind of person I should be with rather than the kind of person I wanted to be with but anyway I, I I'm talking shite here so anyway basically that was our first date so now we went on a few more dates during summer we'd meet up like once or twice a week but like it was a pain in the arse because I was working in a restaurant so I was working in the night time and he was doing nine to five so we just never got to see each other um and then he went to America for a month in August I went to Portugal and then it was kind of like are we gonna do our own thing I think so like it's not very serious but now having said that that summer all my friends went to Thailand and I stayed at home because my mum wasn't well and I was scared to be stuck in a fucking island and to get a phone call or whatever so um it was so handy to have a bay that summer to be fair like to have somebody to meet up with and go on dates on like handy 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 so when August came along and he went to America I just lived my best life in Portugal and then when I came home I just had a bit of fun here see then anyway it was so random so I'm in work one night there to two o'clock in the morning and I swear to god it was the worst start of my life I wanted to fucking kill someone people at work were being assholes and it was just a shit show so anyway I leave there at half two no taxis and we weren't allowed to drive into Bray to park because they needed parking for uh customers which was such a fucking joke so anyway I had to go and get a taxi home and basically there's no taxi so I had to go down to the famous Martello and get a taxi outside there so I got there and I see my friends and they're all like oh god Martha come in come in and I'm like oh shit like I'm wrecked but anyway I'll go in so I go in and I walk in and they're like oh my god Martha we just saw your boyfriend and I'm like what and they're like we just saw John and I'm like oh my god I haven't seen him since America like we texted like two or three times while he was away and like we planned to meet up but nothing was set in stone and I was like oh for fuck sake actually no we planned to meet up the next day sorry so I was like oh my god like they're in my fucking apron like what had been sweating working away like looked absolutely winging so anyway they're like we called him over and we we're like you know our friend Martha and he was like okay I'd like obviously it was like serial killers and they're like yeah she sent photos of you into whatsapp group I was like girls um, but why are you so unloyal why do you do this to me like why that's so embarrassing so anyway one of the guys there was like hey Martha come on I think he's upstairs at the party let's go up go for a wander he's like I need to go to the bathroom anyway so come up with me so gospel truth we walk upstairs Connor my friend shout out goes into the bathroom and who walks out but John and I'm like oh my god I literally can't breathe fuck 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 so anyway he comes out and he's like seemed excited to see me so I was like ah oh. so we said hi he got me and Connor drinks spent the whole night like ditched the party spent the whole night with me and my friends had such crack went back to my friend's house 
And also, disclaimer, at this point, we hadn't had sex or anything. Like, every time we'd a date, I'd get out of the car, we'd kiss goodbye, and the kiss goodbye would be the first kiss of the date. And it would actually make me, it would, it was worse than putting your nails on a chalkboard. Like, that's how fucking awkward it was. Like, we both were just so awkward. Like, I don't know if it was because we both, like, really liked each other that it was just really awkward because we were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Or, like, we were both just awkward fuckers who literally did not know how to fucking socially interact with another human of the opposite sex. Like, it was horrific I've never actually been awkward with another guy since I feel like he was the one guy that I just like couldn't like I was like I like I remember saying to my friends as well and they're like Martha this is so weird for you I was like I actually don't know why I can't use my words and I can't breathe and like oh my god it was just awful but like it wasn't like excitement it was just like pure like anxiety like it was awful so Anyway, the boom shakalaka, boom, 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 I want you in my room hadn't hadn't commenced yet. So this night we're on a night out, my friend's like, let's go back to hers. So you go back to hers, and I remember one stage we're all in the living room, everyone left us in the living room, we were kissing, someone that was knocking on the window laughing at us, and my friend shout out Yasmin, so loyal, was like, You can stay here if you want, and like boom shakalaka. And I was like, Why are you such a fucking queen? But I was like, No, I need to go home. I'm up at fucking eight o'clock for work tomorrow so anyway we go and this moment this moment is iconic so we go to get a taxi and we're in Shankill on like a road in Shankill waiting for a taxi and I was like oh my god do you know the way there's no cars I was like do you know the way in the notebook like they lie in the middle of the road and I was just like I can't cope so we both lay in the middle of the road holding hands trying to get a taxi there wasn't a car inside it was like three in the morning and yeah it was a highlight it was a highlight I actually watched the notebook with Barry the other night and we both were like sex scenes were horrific but we were like this is this is a great fucking movie and I felt I felt like I lived my own notebook because of this night so you know what I mean we don't regret anything girls and boys we never regret no regrets over here so we ended up getting a taxi back to mine I think we also were like slow dancing in the middle of the street like honestly so cringy I want to die but also iconic so we go back to mine and like I'm not joking we get into bed and girls and boys girls and boys I couldn't breathe once again it was like our first kiss all over again it was just so awkward and I remember at one part he was like are you sure you want to do this you're kind of shaking and I was shaking like I couldn't breathe I, I, I was shaking I was like oh my god I've been working tonight like I was sweating like oh my god we've just been on a night out like I actually can't cope oh my god we must if I finish work at half two we must have actually left my friend's house at like four half four Jesus what rebels so anyway the nitty gritty happens and obviously it's the first time so in out roundabout like you know when you're just having sex for somebody for, when you're having sex with somebody for the first time it's just so exciting that you're just you're just glad to be there you're just glad to have made the cut you know so anyway like from what I remember it was grand like you know good like I actually don't remember so yeah we'll just we'll just say it was fantastic and um yes that happened and then the next day I wake up alarm I wake up alarm goes off text from work you're not needed to have one I'm like thank the lord thank the lord above like there is a god there is a god so I literally run shower fix my tan full face makeup now to say with every other guy I'd been with before I couldn't have given a flying fuck but with John I always just felt like a bit insecure I think so I was always trying to make like more of an effort which is like Martha you're stopping so pathetic get over yourself oh my god I can't believe I haven't even gotten to us going out yet and I'm at, and I'm at 20 minutes whoopsies so anyway um, I go in with like a full face of makeup everything in my clothes and so I'm literally lying like his head we're like doing like um, what's that called when you're like on the other edge 
top top and tailing is that what it's called I can't remember anyway so I'm like there and he's like oh like come up beside me and I was like oh fuck so I came up beside him and we we're like kissing I was like okay this is great because it's the next day we're sober whatever so anyway then I just go downstairs and I'm like Barry there's a boy upstairs in my room sorry and Barry's like these things happen do you want a fry so we both had Barry's famous fry 10 out of 10 maybe not so much 10 out of 10 Barry doesn't know this because John was like don't ever tell your dad this but we're walking down to the dart and John projectile vomits and you would think you would think this would turn you off somebody for life I was like do you know what it gives me a bit of appreciation for him he's gotten sick in front of me life can't get much worse than this do you know what I mean so that was iconic so anyway okay sorry I've literally spoken so much shite already and this is over 20 minutes so I'm gonna make this into two podcasts so much more gas to come so just stay tuned the next one will be coming up soon um I'm gonna publish these both on the same day and everything so yes enjoy I just can't have one that's like over 40 minutes or you'll all literally never listen to me again I'll see you soon love ya Mars <laughs>